Welcome to Live to Grind. My name is Brennan C. Adams, serial entrepreneur, inventor, TV creator, and speaker, passionate about helping others create something great and become unforgettable. Join me each week to discuss practical ways to help you increase your income and impact as an influencer in your industry. My goal is to help you take your business and lifestyle to the next level. Now let's get started. Welcome back to the Live to Grind podcast show. I'm Brennan C. Adams, and on today's show, we have Dan Gomer. Dan Gomer is a real estate agent in the Denver area. I met Dan. He actually came to one of our masterminds for success in your city, and we ended up collaborating together to do a video series with just past clients for his real estate business. He has his own show, The Dan Gomer Show, and then also we did a pretty epic commercial. It's kind of a Dollar Shave Club commercial, real estate uh, style. And and Dan was the one that had this vision, had this idea. He came to me and he said, hey, here's what I'm thinking. Could we do this? We collaborated, we created it, and it's actually out now. You can find this on his Facebook page. Just go to his Facebook page, Dan Gomer Real Estate, and you can check it out. We'll also have it on the notes. It is hilarious, and you actually see me getting clotheslined by Dan, and you see me as a nerd that is a day trader. Crazy, and I'm wearing glasses. But uh, in this show today, Dan is going to talk about his journey in real estate, what he's learned, how he's doing things differently, and just how he's doing the Dan Gomer Show now. And uh, he's really changing the way that real estate is being done. I have a lot of respect for him because if you're a real estate agent right now, I'll tell you, if you're not doing video content, if you're not creating video content or focusing on building your brand, you're going to fall behind. And also, you have to be more than just a real estate agent. You have to be like family. You know, I got to see a lot of people that had worked with Dan, and they all said, Dan is not an agent. He's a friend. And when you can build a relationship like that and a connection, people come back to you. They'll tell their friends, and that's a power referral, especially in the real estate industry. So we talk about all this in the show. I know you're going to love it. If you want to watch the actual video version of it, you can go to the notes at livedegrind.com and check that out there. But uh, let's, let's jump right into it. Let's get started with Dan Gomer. Let's get started. Welcome back to the Live to Grind podcast show. I'm Brennan C. Adams, and today we're sitting here with Dan Gomer. How's it going, buddy? Good. How are you? Good to see you. It's been fun the last couple days filming, going through a commercial, which I'm so excited to have it go out to the public. It's going to be awesome. The Dollar Shave (laughs) kind of example, which I'll talk about before asking some questions on it. You saw the Dollar Shave Club commercial link. Let's do a real estate one around it. So we did that, did a video series. Today I want to jump into some real estate, but also behind the scenes of just you, who you are. Yeah. First, start off. Where did you grow up? What What were you like, like as a kid? Well, I grew up in Arvada, Colorado, so just a suburb of Denver. And um, <clears throat> you know, as a kid, we talked about this in the show. I'm just kind of a. I was just kind of a goofy kid that just beat to my own drummer, you know. Yeah. And um, my parents never told me like you know, that's not totally socially acceptable. Like you should dress like this or, you know, you should, you know, all that kind of stuff. And so I was just kind of a, um, everybody knew who I was like me or not. Everybody knew who I was. I was kind of a big, big fish in a small pond that didn't really fit in the pond. You were like (laughs) this awkward kid that was really tall and wore weird clothes. Yeah. My nickname was a human weed or, or garbage disposal because I would just eat and eat and eat and just Grow, you know, 
Um, but, uh, you know, I, I, I loved where I grew up. Arvada was, was um, and Colorado in general, is just a fantastic place to grow up. You know, there's just so many good people here. Yeah. You know, it's such a small community. It's growing, but um, I feel like I grew up in a little city, you know? So growing up... What what was it like just as a kid? Did you growing up realize like, hey, one day I want to go sell real estate or go do something in business? Like, did you have big <laughs> aspirations to be somebody one day, or was it just like you were just living for the teenage years? Well, I don't know. I mean, doesn't everybody think like I want to be a professional baseball player or I want to be a pro- you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> careful what you wish for. <laughs> right, right. So you know, I always had those kinds of thoughts in my head, like I want to be this or that or whatever. Um, but to be totally honest, when I graduated high school, I was pretty, pretty much like, you know what, you want to do all these amazing, amazing things, but you've never accomplished crap. So you're probably never going to do anything. Yeah. You know, you're, you know, I, I went to school to be a teacher. I graduated. I became a teacher. I did that for seven years. And I think one day something just clicked in me where I was like, this isn't working. You know, this isn't making you happy. You're not content. You're not, you're not going after, um, what it is that you really want to do. And so I decided that it was time for a change. I spent two to three, the last two to three years that I was teaching, I would go and I would talk to people and I would just, um, ask them, what do you do for a living? And they would tell me, I'd say, okay, you know, what do you like about it? What do you not like about it? And then I would visualize myself in that job. And, um, because I was searching, you Mm -hmm. know, and then all of a sudden one day I hired a business therapist to help me figure out what the hell I wanted to do. Yeah. And the night before I went to go see her, I'm laying in bed and I'm like, real estate, like what, what, you know, how have I not run into a real estate agent in all of these years to ask these questions to? And that was it. I went into that lady and I'm like, we don't need to do this. I'm, I'm good. You knew what you needed. Uh, Yeah. And, um, you know, I've never looked back. Uh, got into the fix and flip world and uh, did that for a few years and then just kind of u- leveraged my knowledge to help other people, you know, do their do their stuff. So let's go back. So when you were a teacher and before you knew real estate, what was what was going through your mind? Because a lot of people, even people, listeners, they are in this transition in their life, whether mm-hmm. they're working a nine to five and they want to go do their own endeavor. What right. was going through your mind and what made you make that actual leap? Like what was the thing that, okay, I'm going to do it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. So, uh, towards the end of my teaching career and when I finally decided I had to make a change, I would show up to work and I was tired every day. Every day, I was just tired, and I didn't want to be there, and that was my cue that it's time to change something, you know? I was drinking five-hour energies to stay awake during the day, and I'm like, this is not good. And so there was a moment there when I was teaching, when I I was drinking a five-hour energy, and I'm like, okay, time for a change. I don't want to live my life like this. And at that point, I didn't know what I was going to do yet. And, And even when I got into real estate and I started doing that, there was moment after moment after moment of just feeling like a failure. Like I let my family down. What am I doing? You know, I'm, I'm not producing. I'm not where I want to be. I'm not, you know, there's a lot of that that goes into it. And I think, um, one day I just, I realized that I didn't want to live my life like that either. You know, if I'm going to do this thing, I'm going to do it right. And I'm going to support my family, um, in, in other ways. 
and I'm going to go out and I'm going to do everything that I can to support them on a, in a financial. And in, enjoy what you're doing to wake up and be energized and not have to have five-hour energies all day. Exactly. So did you, when you left, because some people, they did you have it figured out, like, hey, I'm going to go do real estate? Did you have that lined up, or did you just leave and then you went and figured it out? I had it lined up. I, I got together with a buddy who kind of taught me how to do the fix and flip thing, yep. you know, who, who taught me, like, this is what you do to the house. This is what you don't do. Here's where your money's should be spent, you know, that kind of stuff. So I had all that lined up prior to me leaving, but as soon as teaching was done, I bought my first property. I got a loan from my in-laws, bought my first property and And away we started from there. So doing the fix and flip, what was the biggest flop you had? (laughs) What happened? What what did you Uh, learn from it? Um, I learned that fix and flips are are very challenging. You know, uh, my, my toughest project because there's so much that's out of your control. My toughest project in terms of, you know, from a financial standpoint, I lost about 30 grand and, uh, working for three months to lose 30 grand. That that's tough. That's (laughs) you, you you have a few takeaways from something like that, you you know? And, and, and I learned that, um, there's just so many things that you can't control in that environment. And, and ultimately, um, that was one of my last projects where I was like, all right, you know what, I'm going to do something that, that I have a little bit more control over so that I can kind of predict what's going to happen down the line. You know, I don't have to go find that right property. I don't have to, you know, worry about what's happening with the other houses on the street. Like we got screwed by a house that was a couple flips that were terrible that sold and, and killed our comps. And there's nothing I can do about that. What would be you your know? advice to somebody if they're looking to do fix and flips just so they don't like lose a bunch of money? Number one, you have to connect with a professional, you know, and that, that goes for anything. I mean, that's why I'm working with you guys, yeah. you know, I mean, because, um, I need your professional yeah. expertise to do this thing right. Yeah. And the same thing goes for real estate or anything else that you do. You want to get into the market, you have to go to a professional that knows what they're doing so that they can teach you the tips and the tricks and the little things that you need to know so that you're not figuring it all out when your money's on the line. So how do you find, somebody might be wondering, how do you find that professional? Because I know they have these seminars where they do, hey, you you can invest a bunch of money and you can learn the process. I would go right to the expert just doing it and try to get him as a mentor coach. How do you find that professional? Yeah, well, first of all, full disclosure, I went to one of those seminars early on and I drank their Kool-Aid Yeah. and I got about two weeks into it and said, uh, give me my money back. Yeah. Like, this isn't working. Sure. This isn't, yeah, it, it, that's not the professional that you want. The professional that you want is somebody that you may or may not know, but when you sit down with them, they can tell you everything that you need to know about the process very clearly and very concisely. Um, this is what a good fix, fix and flip property looks like. This is the areas that you're going to find them. Here's why this is going to work. Yeah. Here's the market data. I mean, they should have their numbers down because if you don't have your numbers down on a fix and flip, a little tiny variation Losing just costs you 10, 15 grand, you know? What, so. what is the average return? So like not average return. Let's look at this. If you're going to invest in a fix and flip, you're going to try to fix up and flip it. Right. What is the time frame for you getting your money back usually? Uh, if you're actually if, like if, if working on the right, project, I would say the, the best project, um, I got it back in about three months, the worst project about six months. And what, on average, what was it that you made on that three month, six month? Um, 15, 10, 15, 15 grand. grand, maybe. I mean, yep. that one where we lost 30, you know, that, that kills your averages right there. But 
but we also but you had learn. One, we also had one where we made eighty. <laughs> so that's the thing. You know? You're going to have wins and losses. <laughs> right. People just look at the loss and. You took something away. I think about, I mean, I've had definitely a lot of experience where I've lost a lot of money, but I learned something. I looked at, okay, how can I use this to make money in the future? You probably learned a lot from that $30,000 mistake. Absolutely. You know, and it it really benefits my clients now that I work with because I can look back at all of those mistakes that I made. Yeah. Like, what should I do to get my house ready for market? I'm going to do this, this, and this. Yeah. Don't do that. Don't do that. Do this instead and do that. Um, Because now I know, like, here's where you can spend a little bit of money and get the biggest return on it. it that's the thing, like people gotta look at, from their experiences, everything that happens to them, it happens for a reason, and it, that's your experience that you can take. I think when we were shooting the commercial yesterday, I was thinking like, when Herb and I and other people, we've been filming for a few years now, and some of the things that we filmed and we never actually used when we were doing our own projects, yeah. and it was expensive, we learned a lot, but we, that experience is what allowed us to be able to work with you and create a commercial in a day. Right. But not many people would know how to do that because they didn't pay the price, they didn't have the experience to do that. Yep. So learn from your mistakes and move forward. So now you're doing real estate, you're selling houses, you normally work with buyer, seller, both sides or? Both sides, I'm actually pretty much 50-50 every yep. year. Like I always think like I'm gonna have like more of this or more of that or whatever and at the end of the year it's like, 50-50 every year, 50/50. which is great. That's exactly how I want and it. So there's a lot of real estate. I mean, there's so much. I don't know, was there over 100,000 real estate agents in the Denver area, probably? Uh, 80,000? Uh, no, I think there's like 20,000. 20,000? Uh, yeah. there's, there's still a lot. A lot. There's a lot of agents. <laughs> what makes you different than every other agent out there that makes, because I heard people pour their heart out yesterday about how amazing you are. What is it that you do that makes you such a good real estate agent? Because there's aspiring real estate agents out there that are wondering, how do I be the best? Yeah. What What is your advice? So um, I think what sets me apart from from everybody else is um, it's an attitude. I try to really focus on my client. I Mm -hmm. put them first. Mm -hmm. You know, what are they trying to accomplish? That's what my buddy did for me when I got into the fix and flip world. He wanted the commission and he wanted to get paid, but he also wanted me to succeed. And that was the most important thing to him. So he was telling me things based on me succeeding. Mm-hmm. That's how I look at my clients. When they succeed, I succeed. And I think that that goes for anything, no matter what you're doing. Put the people who are your clientele or who, who you're serving, put mm-hmm. them first. And the same thing goes for real estate. You can, you can be a total jerk and not care about your clients at all, and get after it and call on the phone and do this and do that and crush it in real estate. Absolutely, one and done on every single client. If you really get after it, you totally can. But that's not how I choose to run my business. I want to do repeat. I want to take care of people so that they send me referrals so that I can build my business organically from the ground up. So if you're looking to get into real estate, I think the number one thing is you gotta figure out why. You know, why are you doing this? Um, I'm doing this for lots of different reasons, and, and we can go down that rabbit hole as much as you want. But um, you know, ultimately, this is the best way that I feel I can serve my friends and family and community. Um, and build through wealth. real estate. I mean, and, and build wealth, help people, and and I was I was I really related to this. And you were somewhere else. And I was talking with one of your guests. I don't know. It was oh, your uh, former student. Oh, yeah. Great. And. 
I, when I, I was in real estate for a very short period of time, but when I started, I was going door to door, handing out business cards. And he said that you did the same thing, <laughs> giving magnets. Yeah. And that person actually said to him, like, hey, here's this guy that came to my door. Yeah. That guy taught me. <laughs> but those things that you did, see, here's the thing. The people that you go to and talk to, they may not be the one that buys a house or works with you, but they're going to tell somebody. Yeah. So referrals is big in real estate and just giving that touch going above and beyond because when you create an experience for somebody, like you've created for people and they pour their out, he like literally, Dan Gomer was the guy that did everything for me. He had my best interest in mind. And even Ann who talked yesterday, I was just amazed. She's like, I'm single and I don't really have anybody give me advice on this. And he was like family. Having that is where people keep coming back to you. Yeah. Yeah. And how cool is that? You know it's what amazing. I mean? That, that I get to, I'm a relationship builder. I, yeah. I'm, I'm not a realtor. Ultimately, I am a relationship builder. Almost all of my time is just talking to people. It's going to coffee, going to lunch, going yeah. to happy hour, making phone calls, um, seeing how people are doing, checking in, um, networking. You know, I spend a lot of time socializing and <laughs> for the, the goofy, the goofy kid that, you know, yeah. doesn't even know how to dress growing up, you know, turning into this social <laughs> butterfly, <laughs> you know, it's just kind of <laughs> crazy, but, but I love it. I love it. You know? So let's transition uh, as we get to the end here, a few questions, because I'm just curious here. What were two books that you read that made you think differently in a way that, Hey, I can really do anything. Okay. So the first book that I really, really that I always recommend to everybody. It's called The Art of Letting Go. It's by Richard Rohr. Um, not necessarily so much an inspiring book, but a book that's all about, put it into perspective. Yep. You know, and um, man, he touches on everything. He touches on uh, money, religion, sex, uh, everything. I mean, he, it's such a great book and he's so poetic. The, just mm-hmm. the way that he, he talks about everything, um, that... That's definitely one of my, my favorite books. Um, oh man, there's so many other ones too. I, I like to read a lot of books that are um, inspiring to the soul. Mm-hmm. And I think that's ultimately what really made me turn the corner of my life from this person that's just constantly like beating myself up all the time to yeah. somebody who can um, see life for what it is and take that next step. And that's when things really started to turn for me. I mean, Wayne Dyer, um, uh, outwitting the devil. Uh, Hill, yeah. 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 Um, well, uh, well, I'll, I'll transition. I got two other questions that really going to go deep. So lowest moment in your life, lowest moment you think about where it's like this life sucks. I am like at rock bottom. Yep. What happened? And what was in your mind that made you flip the switch to go forward? Uh, you know, there's really only a handful of people that I've told this to up until now, but I've kind of started to get a little more open about it. You know, there was definitely some times when I was younger, 13 to, to 20, where um, I just I had a lot of turmoil, you know, mm-hmm. and, and um, some you know, suicidal thoughts and things like that. And, uh, you know, ultimately I always overcame those and they kind of went away and I was probably 33, 34. I had two kids mm-hmm. and all of a sudden these thoughts started coming back. You're a failure. You're not doing what you should be doing. Like what's wrong with you, you know? And, and then you get into those doldrums and then it's just like almost like a warm, fuzzy blanket to just be in this, like, you know, yeah. like a shitty spot to be in. And, uh, 
I was laying in my bed one day and I got up and I was just like, you know what? You got a choice to make here. You can keep doing that BS or you can move forward, but you have to make a decision today, one or the other, end it or move forward. And you're never looking back. And I was like, I've got two kids. Fuck that. I'm moving forward. And that was it. The light switch turned. I'll forward. never go back to that spot. And my life took on a whole new meaning after that time. That's amazing because a lot of people, we all have our low moments, especially as an entrepreneur. It's an yeah. emotional roller coaster. I've, yeah. I mean, entrepreneur, if you can say you don't cry, you're full of shit because <laughs> like right. moments where you cry or you're like, how am I going to do this? Yeah. But you can either think positive or negative. And outwitting the devil, I love that because you have the positive, you have the devil side, the negative, or you have the positive thoughts. You can only pick one. I pick positive every time. Yeah. So it's how you change how you think. Yep. Your thoughts become your things. The last question I'm going to is if you were going to die tomorrow and you had your advice to give your family, your friends, everyone, what would be your best advice to give them to live a fulfilled life, whether to get wealth, just fulfillment, and just have a great life? What's your best advice? Well, first of all, I love that question. I'm going to steal it for some of my interviews. I hope that's okay. <laughs> um, man, all right. Well, I think my advice would be to, I love the word contentment. Go find contentment, you know, and, and I've talked about this in our series. Um, you know, happiness is fleeting. Happiness, people talk about, I want to be happy, I want to be happy. Well, you're happy as long as something cool is happening that makes yeah. you happy. You're going down a slide, yeah. <laughs> then you're happy. Um, you're going skiing, you're happy. But as soon as that's over, then it's back to the, the real world. Contentment is an inside job. You know, that day that I decided I'm moving forward was the day that I began the journey to find contentment. And I can tell you right now, I have my, my down days. I, ha I have a, a client that I'm working with right now where you know, there's some challenging times and, and I feel really bad for what's going, for what's going on with them and, and stuff like that. So there's still these times where it's like, man, this is, this is a tough moment, but I have the contentment in my heart you know, and, and I feel like what I'm doing now has meaning. And yeah. um, so I would tell my kids or my wife or whatever, I would say, you just need to go out and find something that fills your cup. And just do that every day. Serve the world, and and um, that will come to you. You know that I like that, and I, I love you how you look at that at contentment, and because it is a roller coaster, you're not always going to be on the highs, like yeah. the huge like winds and stuff. And when you come down to the regular life, hey, be thankful for that and be content with it, yeah. because it will make you happier. Otherwise, people have these expectations. Always going to be like that. Right. No, you're good. It's a, it's a roller coaster. And that's the beautiful thing about yes. being an entrepreneur. I mean, <laughs> I have learned. Here's the other thing that I've learned. I love. It's it's so weird, and, and until you experience it, you can't really put it into words. But you know, <laughs> I love the feeling of kind of getting punched in the gut. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's pain. Yeah. Like makes it glorious. Uh, success is even better. Yeah. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I have these moments and I'm just like struggling. And then when I go back to, Hey man, this is part of being human. Like what's your opportunity here? Yeah. What can you do with this to make yourself better? Because this isn't, a, this is your moment. This is your mm -hmm. moment to grow. What are you going to do with it? And when I start framing it that way, um, then, you know, I get over it yeah. and then I start looking forward again. And so if I, if I wasn't an entrepreneur, I'd be an entrepreneur because there's, 
there's no other way to challenge you like yeah. sink or swim. Yeah. <laughs> I love that, how you look at that. And it's, it's so true as an entrepreneur, like the painful low moments are like what drive you to become more successful, but the up and down, if it was always great, what's the point, like the, right. the worth of that. And it's been cool to see your journey from real teacher to real estate and flipping uh, properties and now doing video content, which you're doing great with your show and everything you're doing. I'm excited to see that come out. Yeah. I, thank you for coming on the show where yeah, if people, if people wanted to find your series or find everything you're doing or hire you as a real estate in the Denver area, where could they find you? Uh, the best place to find me is uh, you can find me on Facebook, uh, on Instagram at Dan Gomer Home, or my website, dangomer.com. Um, I'm, I'm very easy to track down. Just Google it. <laughs> yeah. well, hey, thank you again. Yes, I appreciate thank it, you. Dan. For all of you listening, if you are in the Denver area, I highly suggest to check out this guy. He is taking video content to a whole new level. He's got a commercial that's coming out, and every client that I've seen literally pours their heart out on how great he is at what he does. So check out what he has at dangomer.com. And as always, you know what time it is. It is time to go out there, create something great, and become unforgettable because life is too short not to. I'm Brendan C. Adams. Have a great day, everyone. Hope you enjoyed the show with Dan Gomer. It was a lot of fun. You know, it's cool to see his journey and where he went from a, a school teacher to a real estate agent, and now he has the Dan Gomer Show. If you want to check out his show, you can go to Dan Gomer Real Estate, his Facebook page. You can check out the show there. Uh, my team with Accelerate Media Group, we had worked with him to produce this. And if you're interested in ever having a commercial created or a high-level series created, you can reach out to us. You can just send me an email, brandon at brandontadams.com. And if you have ideas, let me know. And, you know, if it's something we feel like we could uh, collaborate on, I'm definitely um, looking forward to to see what that may look like. You know, I've, I've enjoyed working with a lot of people over the last few years and collaborate on series and commercials and all kinds of projects. This is definitely one that I really enjoyed. And by the way, if you haven't checked out that commercial yet that we did, the Dollar Shave Club Real Estate Style, check it out on his Facebook page, the Dan Gomer Real Estate Facebook page. That is all I have for today's show. I hope you enjoyed it. And until next time, you know what time it is. It is time to go out there, create something great, and become unforgettable because life is too short not to. I'm Brendan C. Adams. Have a great day, everyone. <laughs>